Tackled Warple by Redmond. Hind, you know he loves to run. Could have been a free kick. Redmond through the corridor. This is Archie Perkins. Goes back to Paris. Wright's come up at the footy. He's done it all night, the big man. Free kick play on. He's going to take it. Big two-meter Peter. Open goal square. Can he slide it home? It's bouncing. It's there. <laughs> Yes, everyone, welcome back to the Don Pod. We are up and about. We are excited. Finally, a win. Not just anyone, any win. One of our one of our better wins, I'd say, for the last... I don't even know how long. Hello, Nathan. Forever, Sam. Forever. Forever. Oh, don't know about that. How are you? Uh, up and about, buddy. Super pumped. We've won a game. We should probably win every game from here on in, um, <laughs> win the flag, and we won't talk about anything that happened in the first six weeks. Yeah, Would forgotten. that be about right? It's amazing how much a win does for a football club. I can't say it's losing a game. Who could beat no, us? No, I can't at all. Until about We're Saturday. awesome. Yeah. Uh, obviously, big win, 108 to 81, eight-goal final term, just the Woo-hoo. most phenomenal quarter of football I think we could have asked for. At what point, Sam, did you just go, oh, my God, we've, we've got won. this? Uh, the Francis goal. Bring it, yeah, yeah. Um, probably when the final siren went, truth be told, but the Francis goal was probably the, oh, okay, that's enough now. The, the fist pumping for me started when Perkins kicked that snap. I was like, we are home now. That was the real nail. Yep, I jumped up off the couch, which for you know is an effort. Um, I struggle, you know, to get that sort of movement off the couch. Um, and did a little bit of, bit of shadow yeah, boxing. I was, I was um, sitting right here and doing a lot of that in complete yeah. silence because my daughter was asleep about two rooms away. Um, I had the doors closed. I was woohooing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going off. Uh, anyway, huge win. Huge, huge win. Um, we've got a lot to talk about tonight, so stick around. Um, I'll run over the normal sort of stats as I do. Parrish, 32 touches, 14 of them contested, 6 clearances and a goal. Merritt, 28, 13 contested, 6 clearances and a goal. Very blue collar, you might say. Um, <laughs> I would have thought it. The goals, our boy, Peter Wright, with 6. 6-seater, six not 7-seater this week. Uh, Rusty Martin and uh, Francis with 2. Hobbs, Baldwin, Caldwell, Parrish, Merritt and Perkins, all with 1. For the Dorks... Uh, John Newcomb, handy little player. John Newcomb and O'Meara had 28. And Jack Scrimshaw, 25. Their goals, Gunston, Lynch, Kaczynski, 2. McDonald, McGuinness, Moore, Morrison and Bruce. All with one. <clears throat> that is the formalities. Out the way. Wow. Wow. We're good. Where we want to be. Are we? Well, you know, the, the problem with a win like this, Sam, is Where's it now... It Where's uh, it been? Well, it's not that. It's it's next week. It's like now there's this expectation. Oh yeah. That like as I said, I really think we can beat Sydney and Richmond. Like I'm there going, we'll beat them. We're better than them. We're not here to talk about next week. Let's talk about this week. I Please. can't help it. No. We're yep, here to talk right, about right. this week and how bloody good Pull we it were. Back. Pulling it back. Um what what stood out? What was your what was your favourite moment? Your favourite just one little oh. Thing. Well, the last quarter was very I good. Said but one bloody thing. Well, okay. Sammy Draper. <laughs> Jesus Christ, oh, yeah. I don't listen. Sammy Draper running. And, and, and oh, he got tackled, but there was the moment where he sprinted through, took a bounce. He did it a couple just, of times. He only got yeah, he did it once. a couple of times, but the one that stood out was the actual one where he got caught. But 
the first one where he didn't get caught was just and he oh, just Sammy Draper did a few things that got me up and about. Oh yeah. He did some nice things. Um for me, uh definitely Peter Wright six. And that goal on the run, which is what, what you just one heard. Thing? Shut up. Um, the commentary you just heard for the intro there was the the one where he ran into 50 and, and kicked it. And I've got to be honest, I was sitting there going, how's he going to stuff this up? Because two-metre tall blokes running into 50 generally don't make the right decision. Um, credit to him. He did. Slotted it. And I just about blacked out from the severe fist <laughs> pumping. You know, as you would know, he's kicked 23 goals this year, Sammy. Fourth in the Coleman. Fourth in common, and his best in uh, any season before that, and this was at Gold Coast, was 31, and that was from 22 games. Yeah. And we so, had a look at that before we started. Yeah. He had a bag of five at Gold Coast once. That was it at Essendon. He's had seven a five, a seven a six, and plenty of fours. fours. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of fours. Plenty so, of fours. So it's, it's one of those ones where it actually makes – because the thing that I've been having trouble with is that I've been worried that our system is – Letting us down, you know, is we are we making players worse? Well, there's a prime example of where we've actually made someone a lot better because mm. he like literally couldn't get a game at mm. Gold Coast. Well, that's that's a little bit on them, you have to say. But oh, you have you have to say that. But what, what were they doing? Yeah, I'm with you, hundred percent. Um, I can't stress enough how much six goals straight mm. means to me and to a football club because after, after living with Joe Danaher for well yeah just years. in general and I mean footy in general now you know Lynch kicked has kicked seven and six in the last two weeks um Charlie Kerno had a bag I think McLean might have kicked four big forwards are yeah, back yeah. just in yep, general yeah, which and Hulk Hawkins and Cameron how can I forget yeah yeah that's, um yep. that's so good but if you're getting six straight instead of, I mean, Gunston kicked two goals four as yeah. a prime example, but it just, it makes such a difference. And you pointed this out to me probably a month ago, and I haven't been able to not notice it since. Peter Wright, set shots, they go straight through the middle. Yeah. They don't go, they don't yeah, sneak they don't in, swing. they don't no, do anything, they, they just... You watch the umpire, the umpire barely ever moves. Like, the umpire just stands there and watches it go over his head. It is just amazing. Brilliant. Um, but there were other people on the ground that we should probably talk about too. We do have a love for Peter Wright at the moment because he yes. has been our... Well, speaking of um, players we have an undying, an absolute undying love for, uh, our boy Rusty Martin. Yep. Two goals, two. I didn't actually get his disposals. I think it was in the low 20s. Yeah. Again, just just making the. I mean, we say it every week, but this is different because we won. Just making the right decisions. Um, I would have obviously loved that to be four goals or three goals, one, but hey, okay, can't win them all. Um, I just I can't get over the guy. And there was how, a moment. Sorry, keep going. He's coming like I. It's an indictment on West Coast for a start because mm. they had him. Could have had really him. trained with him. And now look at them. I mean, we're not much better. But to then come to us in what, February we signed him? To yep. go from that to five goals and 27 touches on debut to a contract extension five weeks later. And well, it, still playing good football. It yeah, wasn't it was a round. 
it's round eight and he's averaging 20 touches in a goal. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a one-off. He's been able to sustain it and continually looks the most polished mm. player. And well, I need to do a bit of research on this. So I'm going to just say it. It's yep. might or may not be true. Him direct goal assist to Peter Wright. I would say that is the mm. most combination of two goal assist to goal. All we would have at the club because he actually kicks it in front of Pete. Did it a couple of times on Saturday. Um, just has a bit of an understanding and takes that just two seconds extra to have another step, have a look and kick it to the forwards advantage. And I can't, I just. Well, there was a prime example of that. I think it was in the third or fourth quarter where he, the ball came out of the center clearance. He had it and he looked left, which was looking back like to the contest, which was a mistake we'd been making the other, other weeks. And then he looked back to the right and um, Peter he kicked it to Peter Wright on his left, and Wright took the mark and kicked the goal from there. I think that was his fifth ball, so I'm not sure. But that was just another example of where he, he, he took the time. He he you know assessed a few options. He didn't want to go back because that's been something I think we've been doing a bit wrong in the previous weeks. He looked to, he took the kick on and kicked it forward. And it was Peter Wright versus um, I'm not sure who the opposition was at that play, but. It was just a one-on-one, so Peter Wright just used his height and took the mark. Yeah. We did it a couple of times, and there was another passage of play, the one that led to Francis's second goal in the last or the last quarter goal. Yep. I don't remember who kicked it. It might have been Devin Smith. Just, again, didn't yeah, kick it, it directly at him. Kicked it just to the side of him or just to one yep. side of him, and he could run onto it, jump. The Hawthorne defender was stationary. And when you're doing that, as long as your forward can get to the contest, of course, then the bloke moving is going to have a better chance at marking the ball yep. than the bloke standing there stationary because you get a bigger jump, all that sort of stuff. So just some smarter entry inside forward 50. Um, I wanted to highlight actually Francis and the new boy, Baldwin. Uh, Francis was great, obviously two goals. Baldwin with the one goal, but neither of them got beaten. No, they competed um, well. And a lot of times both of them brought the ball to the ground. Especially Franger, I saw a couple of times where he tapped or hit, punched the ball in a pack where he looked to be out of position, which is really important. Yeah, it's huge, and and I think that's probably what Waitman, uh, sorry, not Waitman, um, Waterman, and um, mm. probably Guelphy don't do as much. Can't like do then, they're not, yeah, they're not big guys. It's not you know expected of them, but you know the last few weeks playing both of them, that maybe that's something we noticed because the other thing that stood out too is that we took. Now write this down. We took. Uh, 20 inside 50 marks, which we've been averaging 13. And the week before against the dogs, we had seven. So, And that's a little bit reflective of the fact we were kicking more. Yeah, but if you look too, we had guys guys in position. We had guys who were leading. We had one-on-ones. We we weren't all just bombing it into that one square or one spot that we were doing. And, And I don't know if that was the players who were kicking it or the forwards who were leading to different positions and giving different options. Well, that is an excellent little segue um, for me because I've done a bit of a deep dive. It was a short deep dive. Deep dive by Sam. It was a deep deep dive nonetheless. Um, The the original thought was that must be one of our highest kick-to-handball ratio games because of this real focus on obviously kicking the ball. We handballed it when we had to. I have no dramas with that. Obviously, you can't have... No, but we didn't handball backwards as much. Yeah. So 
I was a bit surprised that the actual hot, this is from the start of 2020, the highest kick to handball ratio was actually in round three this year against Melbourne. Uh, 206 handballs to 114, uh, sorry, 206 kicks to 114 handballs at 1.81. We had a game in 2020 that was 1.79. This game was a 1.73, but a higher possession game than the Melbourne one. So my concern last week was that we're being told we're going to play this aggressive style of football, Mm. but we get told lots of stuff. Yep. And it doesn't generally, doesn't always come to fruition. But this time we saw it and they had the extra curveball of, sorry, you're going to lose five players because of an illness that isn't COVID. Yep. Um, and we go out and have the, it was 1.73 was the kick to handball ratio, which in terms of the AFL average for this year would have us third. Mm. It's not a stat that says whether you're, you're a good or, bad, good or bad football club. Brisbane are top, but West Coast are third. So it's not obviously a direct... Yeah how you use the ball. Of course. But uh, in other games this year, in round six against Collingwood, it was 1.02. We had three more kicks than handballs. Yep. You, you can just struggle yep. to win yep. games of football doing that. And you're going to struggle to do a lot of things if that's how you're going to play football. And a lot of those, those, lot of those handballs were backwards and sideways handballs where I think we really tried to take the ground in front of us and that was something, you know, like I think the addition of Nick Hind back in the team playing a bit of that last year's Nick Hind football, which we probably hadn't seen, and I don't know why, this year early when he was playing. Like he had, I think, 550 metres gained for the game. And a lot of that was he, and, and McGrath did it too. McGrath was great back there, uh, Redmond as well. But a lot of what Hind did was he took the ball at a contest and just belted away with pace. Yeah. You go. I was going to say, it really seemed like he got his license back. Yeah. Because we haven't seen that. And it no. don't, I don't think it's about him so much doing it or not doing it. I think it's more about the instruction to say. Well, yeah. And was was the ground set up better because some of those like forwards stayed there? Like, he, what I think was happening in the other games, so the Collingwood game, I'm pretty sure it happened too, is that they had um, Howe set up uh, mm. to defend and no one on him. So when we got the ball and got going forward, we had to turn around and come back because if they kick it, they're just kicking it to Howe. Kick it straight to Howe. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in this one, and this could have been because of Bryant was playing, who I thought was great. He didn't, his stats didn't show great numbers, but he did some wonderful things. He's got some talent. But by We've... having the two Ruckman, it allowed Peter Wright, Baldwin and Francis to stay up there. And Frank is a really smart football player. He'll put himself in good spots. He won't let the, the defenders just, you know, he was playing on Sick Dog for most of the game. And Sick Dog is a quality, quality yes. football player. Quality footballer. Yep. Um, just back on Nick Bryan, yep. I think he deserves a bit of a conversation. Yeah, he does. With a kid, for me, I'm not looking for complete games. I'm looking for moments that show me, yeah. This kid's got something. Yep. Is they're not all going to be able to come in and impact a four quarters of it. Like that's just not realistic. So I think our second goal of the game, um, there's a ball up at half forward for us. Brian was he looked initially like he was terribly out of position. In the space of time for the ball to go up and back down, he'd worked his way back to the front, tapped it straight down Caldwell's throat, who was already on the move inside 50 mm. kind of thing, and kicked it straight to Peter Wright in the lead. Like Hello, blueprint for one, blueprint for ball movement, big well, tick. But the yep. fact he was out of position, recovered, 
and then was able to get an effective tap yep. down straight to Caldwell. And he's playing against a guy of similar experience. I yeah, think yeah. it was Max Lynch in that context. Max, Max Lynch, Lynch is a lot bigger in terms of muscle and... Well, he's been in the system a bit longer, Lynch. Yeah, so mm. he's outsized. Years, yeah. And that was he... awesome. Just the recovery, to yeah. not just take it when you, you're out of position. Ah, oh, well, just mm. try and break even to actually recover, get back and win the tap, and then it ends up in a goal. Well, what I, I like too, was I like there was a couple of examples. He took three marks, four tackles. That's what you want to see, mm-hmm. 11 hitouts. But the couple of his marks were he like was out on a little lead or just had a bit of space, took the mark, turned around, and and seriously drilled a 30-meter pass, which are the hardest sort of, you know, that's, that's what the big Sammy Draper can't do. Like he's not, 30 meters would be scary for us. But And I reckon that brings a real great combination between the two because you get from Draper, you get those centre clearances, running, charging, you know, bouncing, kicking the ball 50 all over the place. But <coughs> Whereas Draper, you're going to get a bit more polish, a bit, oh, sorry, um, with Brian, you're going to get a bit more polish. Marks, kick it, hit the target. He made great handball decisions. Like um, yeah. The thing too I- with that Caldwell moment, so Dra- uh, um, oh, names, uh, Brian was playing his second game. Calder was playing his 11th game. And Caldwell had um, five clearances, which I think was his best so far. I I would probably put it as his best game for us or or very close to. 100% his best game for us because he's only played like five. 11 games. For us? In football. Yeah, well, I was going to say, he's played bugger all for the Essendon Football Club. Yeah, yeah. 11 games for us. So, I mean, I did some stat- I did a quickly a look at that because I thought it, was, it felt like a very young team, and there were twelve players who had fifty games or less playing in that game, and then there were six with hundred more, and four of those had uh, hundred and fifty, and they were Heppel, Shield, Smith, and Merritt. Oh God, shall we talk about Shield? I want to actually oh, while we're talking, we talking about, about that set shot, like uh, okay, that made on. me a bit angry. Can we come back to that? I just um, Caldwell's numbers. Um, just for full completeness, 20 disposals, nine score involvements, a goal of right. his own, a goal assist, which is the one we were talking about, yep. three clearances um, and seven tackles. Boom. Seven tackles. That's a great game. That's a great game. For a for guy, a guy who we're not expecting. Club. And we're not expecting to get 30 touches every week. Like, no, but it's such a, like, it's a great, like, where will he be at 100 games? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I want to just, while we're talking about kids and Nick Bryan, I want to just jump on to Ben Hobbs. Yeah, Hobbsy, great game. Um, unfortunately, he has missed the Rising Star nomination this week. Um, Robbed. To a Fremantle. Who did I say it was there, Nathan? Uh, Chapman. Chapman from Hawaiian Frio. He's been playing played a few well. more games, played some good games. Hobbs has been okay, but really he's only played the one good game. Typically yeah. with the Rising Star, they look for a couple until Horn Francis got nominated. But anyway, Um Regardless of all that. Yes. Well, we've got to get something. They're not going to get much out of this He's not going to win the Rising Star. Oh, God, no. um, Unless he has a blinder second half of the year. No. Um, Regardless of that, Benny Hobbs, a couple of moments. Um, There was one in the first quarter where he had the ball at half back, went to kick Mm. it out to uh, Zerk Thatcher, which was kind of the right option. Zerk Thatcher had a bit of room out behind him. The kick would have been to go over the head, of the defender and BZT would have marked it. Yep. Didn't. It fell short. It was a butcher to kick. The yeah. Hawthorne player had pretty much easy ball. And it was a 30 or 40 or 45 meter kick. It wasn't a short kick by any stretch. Oh. Hobbs 
goes to back to the contest, puts pressure on, makes a tackle, wins a free kick. Beautiful. Like, I don't care if you make mistakes. Yep, he made the mistake and went and dealt with it straight away and and, and fixed it pretty much by getting the ball back. Might have been a bit of a soft free kick, but either oh, way, he would have for the, we'll take the contest and made it a stoppage. Like, yep, that's right. To to make the mistake, as a kid in particular, it's more impressive to make the mistake and then go, oh shit, run yep. hard, help your teammate out would be a big tick for a lot of them, and then win the footy back. Awesome. It was great. Last quarter, spent a fair bit of time on the ball, was bloody everywhere, made the right decisions. He looked he looked big. He looked strong and tough and in there. And I just, I loved it. No, I agree. He, he played a really good game. And we saw, I, I think he had much more. He had, I think, four centre bounce attendances. So they threw him into the midfield a bit more. He's, if you look at his heat map, too. A lot more of his possessions came in the middle of the ground, even sort of half half back. So they were obviously using him him through that. And I think it was during the periods when Shield had sort of had a bit of a drama field moment where he may have hurt his knee, but then it seemed all right and went back on. I don't know what was going on there. I thought he was dead. I really thought when he when he <laughs> crawled off with the knee and was laying on the mat like on his back, and I thought he's in tears. Like he's always oh, done the knees. We're right. not talking about Shield. Move on. Yeah, no, but no, that, but I think during that period, I think Hobbs also got a little bit more midfield time, so that was good. I'd also, I think we should mention our back line. I don't want to move on, please. Not oh, okay, sorry. Hobbs. Terribly um, sorry. Quarter four stats only. Six touches, two tackles. Um, four contested of mm. those six. Um, he, he still looks like he butchers the pole a little bit by foot, but I don't know about that. And four centre bounce tendencies. Yeah, we, we we love midfielders that can kick. Huge. Um, who you were going to move on to the defence? Go please. Well, I just wanted to have a mention to about a defensive six or eight sort of players who I think have, we've been pretty hard on the first six or seven weeks because. There's been, and it happened in this game a few times too, where they got out the back and the, the, the Hawthorne players were by themselves. Like they had space. Like, and now I understand that we're playing this, we're pushing up the ground, we're doing that, and that's fine. But I think guys like Mason <coughs> Redmond, Nick Hind had great games. They really yeah, dog was good. pushed us forward, got the ball. You know, I think Redmond was a lot better by foot this time. Um, Dyson Heppel played really had 12 intercept or 11 or 12 intercept marks, which is very efficient as well. 95%, I think, efficient. Yep. Which he was, he was really good. So, and McGrath, look, I am gonna call it. I think he's a halfback flanker. And mm. I saw little moments of a wanganing type sort of thing. So, from 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 McGrath, McGrath. okay. And it's I worth reckon noting, that's his position now, that, that he can be our dangerous half-back flanker. Yeah. And if anyone's going into the guts now, it's Hobbs. Yeah, 100%. It's, well, it's Caldwell, it's Hobbs, it's those guys that Perkins. I think that Perkins, uh, Perkins was great too. They offer a bit more difference to McGrath. Like McGrath, he's still, like he, he rushes his kicks a little bit and he, I think he's still, but somehow when he's in the back line, he just sees the go forward and run. And I think it's, he's just more comfortable with that. Like he, when he starts to turn around in circles, he gets a little disorientated. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> a bit dizzy. Um, uh, it's worth noting with the defence as well. They lost Ridley and Kelly. Yep. Out of that 
back six. And Zerk Thatcher so, came in and did a great job. He did do a good job. Mm. Um, I think the only times he was called out was when it was the quick transition back, which really yeah. is kind of on him, but kind of not yeah. really. Well, I don't know. And see, I don't know enough because there were times when he just was too far in front. And I understand you you want to take that's that. That's a but, theme, though. So that yeah. seems to be coached. Not... Yeah, that's right. And I, I get the point of that. But at some stage, you've also got to, you know, you've got to be really aware how far in front you are. Like he was mm-hmm. he was a long way and the ball would be a couple of kick kicks and then they'd kick it. And the, the Hawthorne guys had 20 metres on him. And I'm like, yep. where the hell were you? Yeah. Um, yes. I was going to mention something else then. I forget. So that's okay. We'll move on. Um, Peter Wright. Comes with being, yeah, Peter Wright. Comes with being 28. Um, you just have to say Peter Wright around Sam at the moment. He does this. Yeah, Peter Wright. Yeah, Peter. <laughs> Did Peter. I, I just he brings him joy. He's a man that needs joy and he I, gets it from Peter I think Wright. you were right. I think you're right about um, Danaher. We're, I mean, we as a collective, mm. I guess, but I'm so burnt. By a guy that had so much football in front of goal and just couldn't take his chances. I was at a game against Melbourne where he kicked, I think, one goal six. Yeah, yeah. But it's <sighs> like when Peter Wright goes back for a set shot, we're not. I'm not stressed. Like he still misses some. Like I think he, you know, he misses very them, low percentage though. Low percentage, but you're like he'll kick this one. Yeah, he'll kick this one. But that's and not, I, and that is so underrated and mm. undervalued to sit there that's and go, border. oh, it's right. Okay. <laughs> it would be good. If he misses, you go, oh, oh well, he doesn't miss very often. So that's well, and I thought, I tell you on hurt, that... It was a heart attack. It could yeah, be well... 10 metres out straight in front and I'll be sitting there going, oh, God. On that, I want to give, because we, look, we, I, when Shield missed that, I was pretty pissed off. Okay, because, yeah, we'll talk about Shield now. Go. Well, 20 metres in front, he got the free kick, got the 50, everything, and he tackled really well in that game. He pl- did some really good things, but that free kick that he got, 50, put him 25, 30 out directly in front. And then the way he butchered that kick. Fuck that I would have wouldn't. kicked it. You would have kicked it on your right and your left. I wouldn't have kicked it on my left, but that's because I wouldn't but have. But anyway, <clears throat> I want to mention to that. So that was this morning. But I want to mention that um, Baldwin, who also had a shot in the last quarter, I think he was, was his goal in the last quarter or the third quarter. No, it wasn't his last quarter. Third quarter. He had an angle. He, I don't think he kicked the goal. I think that was his first goal too, as I recall. No, second goal, kicked one last week. Um, and that was a oh, tough yeah, shot, yeah. and he hit it. And then um, Franger in the last quarter with that, and again, he wasn't far out. He was probably 25, 30 out as well on a bit of an angle, and he kicked it. So I apologize. Baldwin's was in the last quarter. <laughs> they're important goals because they're the ones, unlike Shield, that if you miss them, they can be a bit of – they can and, lose a lot of momentum for the defender. Like the defenders will work their ass off. The midfielders work their ass off. Gets up the other end, and you miss it. You're like – Fuck. And the the problem with Shield as well, not Shield himself, the kick was, we just kicked a goal, mm. we'd gotten the free kick out of the middle, we'd gotten a fifty, which Hawthorne have had a, had had a fifty and kicked a goal, so, yep. you know, there was a chance to sort of get that back. It was fifties as well. Francis with his arms out. That's the rules now. As yeah, yeah, as that's, they that's are. fine. No, no problem. Um, and as he was running in, I was like, he's not kicking out. I I just I knew. It wasn't going to go through. It would have put us in front, that kick. And I know all's well that ends well, and we did mm. win. And you can say the same for Peter Wright, who gave away the free kick when um, Redmond had that shot from outside. Yeah, that went yeah through. of course you can. That was disappointing. They're just such massive moments that I've talked about it in the past, about doing the simple shit well. Yep. We knew a lot of games of football. A set shot from 30 metres out, every single player on that football field, Hawthorne Essendon should be able to kick that goal. 
I mean, and when you're the yeah. class of Dylan Shield, who I know mm. he's not in great form, but I, he's a classy player. He's not. I think that's the thing that I was frustrated is that you're pretty good. As I said, the most experienced, second most experienced player in our team. They're the ones that he's got to go back and put put together. All right, the boys, I've got this. I've, got I've played 190 games of football. I can kick this one. And how, I mean, if he kicked that goal, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about Dylan Shield at all. Other than that, apart from the, what do you call it? The danger. The drama field. Drama field. Um, Which we wouldn't a, be talking about it. danger yeah, field because f- he gets a bit of drama about him sometimes. I, figured, I thought I was with you. I thought it was season done. I thought it was yeah, career ending. The way. And then he hobbled <laughs> again about 10 minutes later. I thought, oh, God, he's re-injured it. This time he's, he's off. dead. He's but no, dead. poor old Lord. He was warming up on the bench thinking, oh, I'm going out. I'm, I'm out. going out. Mum. Um yeah, I will mention actually on that Devin Smith, who gave yeah. away a stupid free kick. That was my segue. Um Dev had six tackles, three of them inside forward fifty. Yep. Uh kicked a point, and it was a pretty rushed sort of kick. Though yep. I think he could have done a bit better, but in the circumstance no, it was a horrible miss. Um Chased, harassed, did all those things. Big tick for him. If he's fit, that's the sort of performance. I heard the umpire shouting at him saying to be quiet. So you knew he's doing the right things. <laughs> but apart from that one moment where he clotheslined Granger yeah. Barras, which I think was a bit of a square up. Yeah, yeah apparently. Um, apart from that, he didn't do anything stupid. And he got the tackles. He did the things we needed him to do. If he kicks a goal, he's, it's a pretty complete game for what we expect yep. from him. <laughs> So unless he's going to go back to his little mini preseason for fitness thing, he's stuck in that side. I, that's the kind of game I want yeah, to play every week. We um, the other guy I want to quickly mention to is um, Zach Reed. Hang on. I wasn't no, finished. You finished. Immediately after giving away that free kick, they kicked the ball out. He won the ball back and kicked it mm. to Rusty Martin in the pocket who kicked the goal. Yep. So it ended up okay in that specific yep. But great game from Dev. Barring the silly free kick. Go, Zach Reed. Zach Reed. Again, his third third game. Is it his third game? Yeah. Yep. Uh stats won't probably I won't look at his stats because they probably won't show a lot. Nope. But there was a moment where he was left well, he got there him versus two Hawthorne players. He forced a spoil, got a bit of a contest. Other players came and helped. They kicked a point. We got out of trouble. <laughs> he sport well. He's got you can see he's got great vision. He's gonna be a really smart football player. Doesn't and know the words to the club song. Doesn't know the words of the club song. Could work on that. <laughs> if you if you want, just go back and look at the yeah. TV footage of the singing the song. And he's like I realized that we have people who I think he's very shy live. boy. He just was barely moving his mouth either didn't know the words or, as you say, is just a shy, shy kid. It's his first win for the club. Yeah. So There's a few that would have had a first win last night. Him, oh, Hobbs. Saturday night. Uh, there was four, I think, in the circle. Him, Hobbs, Brian. Nick, yeah, Zerk Thatcher, probably. <laughs> no, he would have played in the league. Oh, yeah, sorry. God, no. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, I don't remember who it was. I think that was four anyway. Um, yeah, but solid, solid performance. And again, mm. with defenders, if I don't notice them, you're doing all right. And he did. Yeah, all. no, I like what I'm seeing there. Um, very good. All right, we're we're going to get to some votes. So if you're here well, on Facebook Live, please uh, vote in the comments. What were you about to say? I was going to ask you a question about um, next week, um, but I think we could do that next. I guess. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll yep. touch on that towards the end. Yep. So I'll do my votes first. Yeah, you um, go. Peter Wright three. 
Got the ten coaches votes. You do love the. Well, he got talent. he got the ten coaches votes. So. Oh, so you just copy them, do you? Don't make up your own. Well, I did some research and wanted to differentiate between him and Parish, who I gave to. <laughs> and probably more out of bias than anything, Rusty Martin won. Yeah, Everyone. that might be biased, but anyway, yours, please. Uh, well, I gave my three to Parish, thirty-two disposals, thirteen contested, one turnover, twelve score involvement, seven tackles. Turnover. That's pretty good, isn't it? That's that's a very good fa- game of football, and and you know, respect <coughs> to do um to two meter Peter because you know, six goals is good decision. You'd be off the podcast if you didn't give him at least two. Right, and I gave the third vote to Red Dog. Redmond, very good. Yeah, I, I, I Redmond frustrates me sometimes. Because I like halfway through that game, I'm going, who the hell is he playing? But when things weren't going well in the third quarter, and we kicked, I think we kicked two goals, six or something, didn't we? Or something horrible, one goal, six or something horrible in the third quarter. And we looked like we were getting a bit of, you know, but then they turn over and go down the other two way. Seven. Two seven. Did we kick two seven in the third quarter? I actually did have a stat when you're done on scoring as opposed to tackle. Yeah. Well, I just, there were a couple of times during that where Redmond was way up the ground and I'm going, who's he on? But, Look, I think that that's, that's the balance we need to work on that, you know, aggressive defenders, but not getting overly burnt. But uh, look, we'll, we'll work on it. And I think we'll get caught a couple of times. It'll just be how how much of a positive comes out of it in the end. And, and, and it was better this week. They got the balance a bit right. They got it very right in the last quarter. Very right. It was good to see him and Hind having that rebound because they offer different things. Hines got yep. that real acceleration just to go bang. See you later. Yep. Yep. Um, whereas Redmond doesn't quite have that, but he'll be more likely to be found around goal. And even though it was a free kick against right, he did kick that goal from probably 55 yeah. weapon, massive weapon to have. But yeah, as you say, you just have to find that balance yep. to make sure you're still defending. Yeah. Now the question I will ask then, Without notice, yes. is that My does Kelly team. come back into that side and for whom? This is really difficult because I think we'll agree Ridley can come in for Zerk Thatcher. That's a yeah, not through any fault of BZT, just oh. a Red, uh, Ridley's better than you. Sorry, Ridley's Jack. a quality, quality yep. player, yeah. Yep. Um, I've been pretty disappointed with Jake Kelly, so I'm a bit. I don't know who he comes in for. Yep. Out of that. Yep. And so really like when you think about it, it's not it's not Redmond, it's not Heppel, it's not Hind. Like you can't take Hind out of that team, can you? Nope. It's not McGrath. Nope. It's not Laverde. It's not Reed. I don't I don't know if he can. And I hope uh. that mm. we're not a club that gives games just because of the player. I would hope that yeah. for the we bulk of them. Yep. Apart from Ridley and BZT, because BZT didn't really do brilliant, brilliant things. He was just solid, and yeah. Ridley is. I think we'll far agree that's better. true. And the other one, the for other me one, is... will be yeah. Ham out yeah. for Sam Durham. Yep, Sam Durham. Now the other, I'll throw one more at you. Two down the opposite end. Does Guelphie go back into that team? And if so, for hmm. uh, no. And again, purely because the work from Francis. And Baldwin, it worked. We kicked yeah. our highest score in nearly a year. We kicked the only over one I would say is maybe Smith if he's scored. if he's injured. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if he's fit, that's a like for like kind of replacement. So uh, round ten last year, I think we kicked one hundred and forty something points against North. 
Yeah. 108 is our highest score since that time. So I don't think I want to go messing with the forward line. I hope that the message is still let's play the aggressive style of footy. I get that we might scale it back just a little bit now. That's okay, but don't revert completely. But I don't think you want to mess with the forward line. I think mm. it's only really coming in well for Zerk Thatcher and Durham for Ham because Ham did nothing virtually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the the interesting thing too for me was so that fourth quarter, as you said, was probably our best quarter for I think it was since like two thousand and twelve. Definitely our best last quarter since twenty twelve. I don't know about yeah, actual yeah, quarters. That's fine. What's interesting is that I was we I, th- I think we were questioning our fitness like in the first six weeks, weren't we? Now, 100%. yeah. Well, that in that last quarter, that I wasn't questioning our fitness, and all of a sudden, when you've got enthusiasm, momentum, and youth, you know, all of a sudden, everyone looks fast and fit and ready to chase, and, and probably as well a little bit of confidence or a little bit of um, belief from the coaches, yeah, I belief. guess. But the coaches saying, just be aggressive and be that, play that style of football that you're yep. capable of, and. I don't know what the word is. Well, especially when it's working, when you're, I guess, scoring. Just to say, go, do it. Be, when be we start you. scoring, we're like, well, let's keep doing this. Yeah. Um, it's probably a mix, but it was awesome. Hawthorne looked like the ones that were unfit. Mm. Um, they actually had more players with less than 50 games than what we had. Really? Yep. Yeah. Um, Cameron Ling, there was an article he tried to completely shit on the whole game, to be honest with you. Don't read it if you want to keep your sanity. Um, they were very young, right? I get that as well, but they, they've won games of football and have been playing well. No. And winning that game of football for us, I mean, yes, it's about Hawthorne because Sam Mitchell's yeah, yeah. a twat and we don't like Hawthorne. It's not about Hawthorne as how they play football. Oh. It's not about them and their ability. It's the fact yep. they beat Hawthorne. But for us, it's about winning a, a game of Sam, I'm losing you. You're, uh, my internet is unstable. Your internet. Uh, I've got no issues, so that's me. Sorry, we'll hope we're back. That doesn't come through. Um, oh no, we're gone again. Okay, well, we can't do much about it, so we're going to keep plugging away. That's all right. Um, things get hard here in Brighton. What was I even talking about? (laughs) Thanks, it's it's gone. Um, all right, we did our votes, we had a couple of people do some votes. Um, Joe's back three for two meter Peter two for Martin one for Redmond wow yeah. Joe no room for Parrish harsh uh, Adrian um, new, new... who did he give two to uh, Rusty Martin uh, Adrian first time commenting on the podcast uh, three for two meter Peter two for Parrish one for Martin Redmond and Heppel don't know if you can give three one votes but I like it <laughs> that's not how the system works but anyway <laughs> I like it we're fine with it. I like it. Um, Joe's given me some feedback saying both of you are perfect for us on the stream. So that is excellent to know. Oh, Thank good. you. Um, all right. Some other comments from the start. Joe, again, can't believe I doubted us. A win with heart. They could have been much further ahead, but back kicking bad football. The roar was unreal. Yes. The crowd sounded amazing on the tally. Um, love it. I think you'll find, Joe, I actually called the, the winning margin. Yes. I said 26 points in the uh, Monday. I feel like you said 27 and it was 28 or something oh, like that. You were one off, I think. Pretty freaking close. I couldn't believe. I couldn't you said them by like 60 or something. 58. Um, 
<laughs> anyway, you didn't call it because you were one off. So shrink that big head of yours down a little bit. Um, Joe, again, I knew we were home with two meter Peters kick on the run from 55. That last quarter was our best final quarter in like 10 years. Spot mm. on. Yeah, yeah. If Nick Martin doesn't win the Rising Star Award, this contest is rigged. There's a lot of talent out there. He's probably in front at the moment, but yeah. it's a long season. You know, Nick, Ma- Nick, um, Nick Martin. Nick Dacos is pretty good. Nick Dacos is a pretty good player too. Um, there was one more. Who was the third we were talking about? Oh, Rochelle Rochelle's been going Rochelle all right. Rochelle's all right. A bit more inconsistent or a bit less consistent. Yeah, he's, he's playing a small forward role, but he's a pretty handy player. Right now, it's Dacos or Martin for sure. Yeah. But it can change. It's a long season, as we said. Um, Joe again, bit of a frequent contributor here, Joe. Um, Redmond's really built up week after week, and he's got to be in our top three right now for the best and fairest with Wright yeah. and Martin. Yep, that's very common, reasonable. Um, Adrian again, Martin now second in voting for Rising Star. Not quite sure how that works. Could he win our best and fairest and the Rising Star at the moment? Probably leading our best and fairest, yeah. And for the sake of argument, we'll say equal first in the Rising Star. Just... How did um didn't so Heppel won the best and fair sorry won the Rising Star didn't he? Yes. Did McGrath win the Rising Star as well? Yes. yes. Did they? I wonder how they went those years. Mm, who knows? I... We should fact check that. You can go ahead if you like. It's going to take me too long for fact that fact. Check I'll type. I'll now. do some typing. Please do. God. It'll take me forever. I'm not going to do it. Someone else yeah. check it. He's old. Um. Uh, uh, Chrissy rules back. Chrissy! It's got a bit of a vendetta against Guelphie, Mr. Richmond supporter, Chris. No Guelphie and you win. What a coincidence uh, with the potato emoji thrown in there for good measure. Make of that what you will. Um, and then also says Rusty Martin, the third best Martin in the AFL. <laughs> it's a bit Who, rough. Who's I'll cop second? Steph Martin, I guess. I don't know. I'll cop second. <laughs> but not third. Steph Martin? Who's the other Martin? Who's the other Martin? Dustin. Hey? Dustin. Yeah, there's Dustin. There's got to be another Martin, surely. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, I'll have a look. I think of three. Redmond admitted in after the game in an interview that players have been letting truck down. Yes, I did see the article about that as well. Uh, Caleb gave some votes. Three for right, two for Martin, one for Redmond. Parrish, stiff to miss. Very, very stiff. Jack Martin. Dud. Um, Caleb also says Rochelle's too inconsistent for the Rising Star at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. But like I said, it's round eight. It's really too early to be having these discussions. Yeah, no, that's right. Oh, it's been like, yep. Alfie. Okay. Alfie. Hey, Alfie. Haven't seen you for a while. Uh, can't wait for Draper to snag one running out of the square. I'll blow my top when it happens. I'll blow my top too, but more because I don't, you know, I'll be amazed that he's actually kicked one straight. No disrespect to the guy, but his kicking is just awful. The ball rotates about four times before it hits his foot. It's quite impressive. Young Draper. And Adrian's just said Jack Martin, who, yes, we did get. You had to Google. Had to Google it. (laughs) Had to Google it. Cheating a little bit. All right. Have we forgotten anyone? Do we need to mention anyone else? Are we happy with what we've covered? I'm pretty happy. Hmm. Um, something, something about this club backs to the wall and just giving us wins to just remind us 
how much we love watching us play football. Well, it's such an emotional roller coaster football for us, you know, as like we're stupid enough supporters that we're doing a podcast. I mean, come on, seriously, we're idiots. So we're in deep, but games like this and, you know, the, the Geelong game and the, you know, the few other few games earlier in the year, <coughs> there's such a high highs and they, you know, and they bring the low lows, you know, that's why we were so like in that last quarter, I felt it release. And I would imagine the players felt that too because they, you know, they, We've they done sensed it, it all starting to work. We've done it, yeah. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how that carries through now for the next few weeks. Yeah. I, I, I hold hope in Richmond and Melbourne. Richmond were the laughing stock in the late 2008 and 2009. Melbourne were horrible in sort of 2013, sort of as late as 2013, yeah. Yeah. 14 maybe. So, club football clubs can turn it around, but mm. you look back in hindsight and look at how those clubs did that, and you don't know that until it happens. But it gives me hope that in what year is it? Twenty twenty two. I don't know why I looked at my watch for that. You know, by twenty thirty, whoa, or twenty twenty six, twenty twenty seven, we're back. We're in that top four because. We can't, I don't know if I can go another 10 years of, yeah, of nothing apart from the odd backs to the wall win because we've got some external shit yep. going on. I think we'll find out in the next couple of years, Sam. I still think that, as I've said many times, I still think there's a core really good list. There's exciting Ruckman. There's classy midfielders. Very exciting Ruckman. There's um, one, one tall four. We need a second tall. And what we're really screaming for is a clever crumbing forward or two. That you know, we miss Tip Woody. Brothers. Well, Davy Brothers are an option. Tex Wanganee could be the kid, we don't know. Um, Herd could play still, we don't know. But we're really missing that. Like when you watch other teams, you know, that classy small forward that can do that can tackle or harass or just read Rochelle read Rochelle the ball of packs like a Rochelle Rochelle, the young As kid, a kid or Eddie Betts or and... Eddie Betts who was at Carlton and um, oh. you know, Cameron at the um. At Brisbane, you know, he's probably a bit taller, but he plays that small role really well. Oh, I tell you, the Stengel's another one at Geelong who's doing yeah. well this year. He's going with. Really, he looked at him, didn't we? Me, as in me and you, we thought yeah, that. Yeah, we be thought he'd be a great option for us, for us but yeah. uh, he had oh, a troubled history. But yeah, Geelong seemed to. But he's kicked. I reckon he's kicked eighteen goals. I reckon this year or something like that. And when you think you've got Cameron and what's his name, um, Tom Hawk, have kicked in the mid twenties, like yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. A um, yeah. couple more things, just very quickly. Um, Joe, Joe says the way you're in my name almost sounds like I'm commenting too much. No, we love it. We love the input. And I was um, very upset with myself that I didn't say this last time. Thank you to everyone who's here. It, it really mm. gives us a lot to work with and a lot to feed off when we get comments. We love it. Like, it is the yeah. best change we made to this podcast was to do it live and get some live feedback. Yeah, um, 100%. We love the same people contributing. We love new contributors. It, it all is awesome. So, Joe, keep it coming. Um, I don't care how much you comment. Just keep it coming. Yeah, we love it. Yep. All right, that will do. Um, I just want to touch on one more thing. The We've had to... Well, a few things have changed uh, and we're now... 
sort of have a bit of a cost to run the podcast, which is fine. We really want to do it. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube or if you want to head to our YouTube channel, there's a link in the description to buy us coffee. Uh, it's just a way to support this podcast in another way. Um, obviously completely up to everyone else and we'll keep doing this regardless. But yeah, um, that is an option there. Um, otherwise, uh, Swannies, Swannies next week. Another Saturday there, night game. The, the yep, up there, yeah, another yeah. Saturday night game, and oh, good. so full teams. Oh well, full teams to discuss this week that had five changes. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> true. We were excited about that. We go, yeah, oh, we'll yeah. get to see the team this week, and then nope, changes five, anyway. Five changes. Anyway, uh, all the best, go Dons, and we'll chat to you in a couple of nights. Go Bombers.